going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back. It's Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you are at your place for the unfiltered experience. I am Christopher Roush, the No Excuses Coach, and I'm joined once again by my beautiful, awesome brother from another mother. Scott Coyette, and it's great to see you, Christopher. What's up, buddy? Yeah, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. We've taken some time off from the show. I've missed it. Every Friday night, I get kind of jonesy, like, I'm supposed to be talking with Scott right now, and I'm like, oh, where is he at? What's going on with him? I know. I know. Well, at least we got to talk last week. That was good. We're getting back into it, getting back into the flow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, what we were chatting about last week and, you know, the symptoms that are going on with this world, you know, we see so many symptoms that make people feel like they're in this place of total chaos and the world just feels like it's falling apart to many of us. And I really want to start to dive into some of the details. Remember, we were talking about the idea of when we're flowing down the river, everyone keeps getting caught in the rocks. And so I think for a long time in this world, we get these little spurts where we're in the flow and we're all going down the river and things feel smooth. And then eventually we get to that turbulent time where there's some rapids and everyone gets caught up on those rocks. And those rocks, as we discussed, where guns are the problem, mental health is the problem, mm -hmm. racism is a problem. And there's all these problems. We sit on those rocks and we forget that all we need to do is jump back into the river and we're going to get into the turbulence. And Chris, I think we nailed it last week. The way you jump it back into the river is you figure out what your purpose is. So all these symptoms that we're looking at, we're seeing gun violence. We're seeing mental health issues. We're seeing people, there's racism, sexism, all the isms. And we're pointing to those things as the problem. But Chris, the solution's pretty simple. We need to be without the noise and we need to go within to find the truth. And we stated that last week. And, and I think that's really it. And that's why we wanted to bring this person on today, because we want to start this new series and really turn up the notch of what we've been doing, really like just turn it up. There's so much that we can offer as individuals and really be the light. You know, we share this all the time and the gentleman that we're going to bring on to start this new series. Um, you and I shared our IM statements last week. We talked about our purpose. But this guy right here, you know, him. he's been on twice. We love him to death. And we're going to talk about who he is, how he's becoming the best version of himself, and how we all can. So let's welcome our beautiful friend, Jimmy Dennis. What's up, brother? What's up, Jenny? <laughs> Thank you for the having me, Chris and Scott. What's going on, my brothers? Three times, three times back. Three Pete. Hey, man, you know, it's always a pleasure to be here with y'all. Always. We got to connect with you at least once a year, see what's going on in the life of Jimmy Dennis and see what kind of things you're up to, what kind well, of mischief you're up to, up to to make this world a better place with your beautiful soul, your beautiful music and your poetry and everything else. So it's great to have you here back again once again. Amen. Oh, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's always good to be with y'all. Always good to sit around and talk to y'all. And yeah, you know I mean, I'll be missing it when I don't talk to y'all like that, too. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. We had some good conversations. Oh, yeah. And tonight's going to be another one of them. Absolutely. Chris, Jimmy and I had a, a beautiful talk yesterday. We were just talking about exactly what we had just mentioned, the flow of the river, the attachments of the rocks. And I think uh, some of the things we talked about need to come out tonight and talk about who Jimmy is and some of his I am statements, because here's the deal. Every single one of us has gone through some stuff. And I think we have a tendency to sit here and say, oh, well, their life was harder. That person's life was harder. I could never be as great as them. And yeah. here's the reality. And Jimmy mentioned this yesterday. All of our, our struggles and all of our realities and all the rocks we get caught on are very real for us. So let's talk about your journey, how people could get into that space where they can be the best version of themselves. 
And how do we get off of those rocks and how do we get away from the symptoms and honestly just be the best version of ourselves so we don't get caught in that noise and we start looking within because man, the world needs that medicine more than ever. So I am, I am a singer, songwriter, producer, artist. That's who I am. I knew exactly who I wanted to be from the time I was a kid, right? So what happened? Here comes a boulder. Here comes a heavy obstacle. And it would deter many. It would deter anybody. Most people I know who've been innocent in prison and wanted to be something when they were a kid, they all seem to change course, right? So those obstacles were there and very realistic to me when I was coming home. Everybody was telling me, you can't do this, you can't do that, nobody's done this at that age, so on and so forth. I chose not to listen. I chose to follow my heart, follow my passion, follow my dream and listen to me and not listen to naysayers. And so now what I'm saying to you is very simple. The narrative isn't Jimmy D, uh, uh, Jimmy Dennis, death row exonerate. When you Google my name, it says R&B artist, musical artist, Jimmy Dennis. That's Google. That's respect, right? I've been in top publications from Rolling Stone, Feature Story twice, Philadelphia Magazine, Feature Story. The biggest music publication overseas is LAD Bible. Been there, in there too, right? Pro Music Magazine. So I followed my passion. I followed my dream. It's easy for all of us to become bogged down with the pressures of life, with everything that's going on in our society today, it's easy to become bogged down. It's easy to become depressed. Guess what? I'm here to tell you, it's cool to be depressed, right? It's cool to cry. If you feel as though you need to cry as a man or woman and let it out, let it out, cry. If you mm -hmm. feel as though you need therapy, go to therapy. I go to therapy every week. I'm in therapy every Monday, every Tuesday, every single week. And guess what? It's normal. It's okay. Right? Don't allow anybody to tell you any different. Right? Now, with depression, at some point in time, you got to shake it off. You got to get up. You got to get your life going. You got to start that car. You got to start your engine. You got to rev it up and you got to go. You cannot allow everything you're seeing on in the world to bog you down or everything you got going on in your life to bog you down because here's what's going to happen. The sun is going to shine tomorrow and it always brings hope of a new day, always. And within that new day, you have the ability, but you also have a responsibility to yourself to change your circumstances and make it better. And you can do it if you just believe in yourself. So what am I saying? I'm saying if you got any single solitary person in your life that's a naysayer, cut them off. Get rid of them. Stop mm -hmm. talking to them. It doesn't have to be a 
knock down, drag out argument. No, no, no. You need to distance yourself from negativity. You need to distance yourself from people who don't believe in you. Mm -hmm. Right. Amen. And it doesn't matter if you want to be an engineer, an architect, or you want to be the best secretary or the best carpenter or a chef or whatever it is you want to be. Go after your dream, mm -hmm. because I'm telling you, you could do it. And when somebody tell you you can't do something, what you should do is laugh in their face and just keep moving. <laughs> do it twice and take in a positive way. Do it twice and take pictures of it. That's what, that's yeah. what I say. Because I guarantee you, guarantee you, that same person ain't your friend anyway. Mm -hmm. That same person ain't really rooting for you. You got to be where. I just got finished telling somebody. You got to be aware of constructive criticism steeped, steeped in hate. Yep. Got to be aware of that. You'll have people, you'll have people that they're not giving you constructive criticism because they never have anything good to say. Mm -hmm. Right? And you got to be aware of people that are envious of you because they aren't accomplishing their dreams. So if you allow all those negative things to filter in to your world, of course, you're going to be depressed. Of course, you're not going to go after your dream. But if you take all of that out of the equation, right, I guarantee you, every single person that you may like or look up to that are famous, they all went through the same stuff. Oh, yeah. There's stories, there's stories of Jay-Z talking about how People in his own family didn't believe in his music. This man got everybody quoting his lyrics word for word all over the world. But his own family member didn't believe because he believed in somebody he didn't know more. Yeah. Stop listening to people because I didn't listen to anybody tell me that you're not going to come home and change the narrative, Jimmy. You're not going to come home and be a respected R&B artist. Okay. That's what you think. I done proved them wrong. Mm -hmm. So then after you prove somebody wrong on that, and it's not about them, but I want to tell you what happens. If you keep trying to prove people wrong, there's going to be another ladder, another ladder, and another ladder. Don't, don't try to prove nobody wrong. Do so it for yourself. Proving people wrong is a rock too, because that's an right. attachment. That's Every a rock. You get on that rock, you're like, I'm going to prove him wrong and him wrong. There's always one more person wrong. behind that mm -hmm. person to try to put yeah. you down. You get yeah. to the river. Get away. Get away from this. that ladder. Get <laughs> away from true. that ladder. You know what I mean? Because all you're doing is you're going to keep going because people are going to keep saying something. Listen, well, there's like 2 billion people on the planet, right? Eight. Eight, like 8 billion seven, people, seven, right? Seven something billion. <laughs> so, so all 8 billion people ain't going to like you, gang. <laughs> no. That's okay. And that's good. That's, good. that's you okay. Want, you, want rabbit, you want rabbit haters. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. So I mean, that, take that right there, Jimmy, because so let's just think of this. All right. And that's that's an issue with all of us. Like we all want to be loved. We all want to be heard. We all want to be seen. So you've got eight billion people on the planet. Okay. If and this is a big if and this is my belief is that we are waking up. So we're sitting here in the matrix. And the reason there's so much distortion right now is we're starting to take a close look at who we are at source. So beyond Jimmy Dennis, the beautiful R&B artist, beyond Chris, the amazing uh, No Excuses coach, or me, founder of Goal Up Now, beyond those titles, 
there's something beautiful underneath. And really it starts with a creator. We're creating and we're building and we're drawing and we're designing and we're building this new world together. And once we realized that we were the drivers, we started to freak out. So people are going over and saying, it must be your fault. I'm not successful. It must be your fault. You're doing it. You're doing it. And that's what's going on. Mm -hmm. So visualize this. We've got 8 billion people. <coughs> Some of us start to wake up. So as we wake up, that would be the metaphor of jumping into that river and saying, I'm no longer going to get onto these rocks. Here's the thing. We keep looking back at those rocks and saying, but why is you know, the racism, racism existing? Why are these government officials idiots? And, and this is what I really want to get down to. All those things are real. The racism is real. The government and officials being ridiculous are real. The systems that are falling down, very real. But imagine this. If a critical mass, starting with this show, starting with your music, starting with Chris's coaching, starting with my preaching from Go Love Now, if we can wake up and be the best version of ourselves and stay in the river, we know what happens there. Everyone mm -hmm. goes, what's going on over there? Yeah, the let me get some of that. I'm going to get <laughs> off this rock. Let's yeah. talk about some ways that we can help our listeners right now get off the rock, find their purpose, and, and have grace in doing it, but find that purpose and really start to figure out who they are. Because here's the goal, to walk ourselves home together. I mean, you're ooh, right there ooh. in the city of brotherly love. Ooh, We're ooh, walking ourselves go. home together. I want to go. I want to so, go. I want to jump in that river now. No, I'm, so, I'm, no, I'm saying, how, what can we do? What can we do? I mean, I've, yeah. I've been saying this a lot lately and people yeah. have actually been gravitating towards it. I'm like, here's what we do. Here's what, here's what I did. I was a political junkie. I was a news junkie for many, 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 many years. Knew what was going on. Found myself having to watch the news, see what the latest and greatest is, be up on my game so I could debate anybody and prove them wrong, whatever it was. It was all egoic. And that's what we're talking about here tonight is that sense of that ego is, is a part of my identity because I'm able to prove people wrong and validate myself as some sort of intellect or something like that. And I found myself one night and I was yelling at the television set and I was just like, I just caught myself. It was almost like my soul saw my human self and went, what do you mean? What, you're being an idiot. You're spending time watching this stuff that you're doing absolutely nothing about. Why don't you do this? And I went to work and I talked to my buddy who was like the mirror picture of me. We went and pontificated and talked about stuff. It was like sports. It was our Monday morning quarterback stuff. And I said, dude, I'm thinking about doing something crazy. He's like, what? And I said, I'm thinking about not watching the news for a couple of weeks. Like just absolutely just not watching it and just seeing how, what happens. And this is like back, I don't know, 2006 or something like that, at least. And he's like, oh, wow, you think you could do that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I could do that. No problem. This is back in the days where you just had to keep going on. You had the news alerts and everything else. And so after that two weeks, I started thinking, about it. he's like, how are you doing? And he goes, I'm kind of Jones. And I said, dude, I feel amazing. And so to the point of what it is that we're talking about tonight, guys, is that if everybody shifted their perspective just a little bit, like everybody's watching the news and like, okay, there's, there's the validation. There's the justification that the government screwed up. There's the justification that this sucks. There's the justification. Now I'm going to go gather the wagons and get all the people that agree with me so we can have this group thing and we all feel good about going and giving it to the man. Rather than doing that, how about we sit there and say instead we are a part of a collective called humanity, right? We're all souls having this human experience. I was just watching a great podcast from a buddy of mine talking about this so eloquently, but we, at the end of the day, we are humanity, whether we're black, white, straight, gay, Republican, Democrat, all that other stuff, we're all humanity. And so what if this, what if we stop focusing on what's negative and actually go do one nice thing for one person every single day If the entire world did that after two weeks, do you think the world would be different? Do you think people would go back and watch the news after the, the, the compound interest, the compound effect of everybody just said, you know what, we're not going to do this anymore. And then we're going to go start doing this. 
governments and news medias and all sorts of other things, I think they would fail to, to cease to exist. So, so that's my advocation is that's something that we can do. Everybody can do it. It's realistic, but will people do it? Are they still tied to that egoic aspect of themselves that says, I need to be a part of this group. I need to part, be a part of a side. What do you guys think? I, I think, I think you're a thousand percent on point and I'll add one more thing and then let Jimmy speak. Um, I definitely think the secondary components to that is first and foremost, love that neighbor. Yep. And second of all, release the emotions. And Jimmy mm -hmm. referenced that earlier. Think about this. As I try to love my neighbor and I've got anger and sadness, I don't even know where it's coming from. I might just act like an idiot just because I have never processed my stuff. So I'd say those are two things. We'll let Jimmy jump in and add some more. But yeah, I do yeah. think love that, that love the neighbor and start going to therapy using any methodology to process those emotions because you're going to be able to come to a person cleaner and less emotive if we start processing. And we're not doing that good collectively because we haven't been taught to. Mm -hmm. And even before that, Scott, is we have to love ourselves first. We have to give ourselves that sense of love, right? What's on your mind, Jimmy? I can feel it. I can so, feel the gears. Uh, yeah. So the first thing is we have to truly love ourselves. Yeah. And I mean, truly, truly love ourselves. Love who you are as a person, right? It starts with self-love and self-care, right? Truly love yourself and who you are because the creator only made one you. You are unique in every beautiful way. There is yeah. only one you in the world, right? Yeah. There's no one else like you. There's no one talks like you, can do what you do. You are totally unique in every way. And that's beautiful within itself, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is, you look around the landscape and you see what you may like or dislike or you feel like something's not being done enough, right? Well, go take stock, study the issue, and then find a way that you can make a difference. It's that simple. Little you can make a difference. When I was on death row, I didn't have this these extraordinary legal students and all this other kind of bunch of professors and everybody pouring up. No, it was everyday civilians from America and overseas that came to me, got with me. We built this team and they helped save my life. And I love all these people to this very day and their family. So what did I just tell you? I just told you, that a group of everyday citizens, uh, one was a school teacher, uh, one was a salesman, one was an engineer, uh, two were, you know, just regular people, one was a housewife. Yeah, it, 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 it ran a gamut. One was a chef, one was a student. They wow. all came together. We all talked about ways to advocate for me. And here I am talking to y'all. So this is how people can help. I know of an organization that I think does tremendous work. So we're talking about how do you see a problem and then want to help and get involved. So Chris is talking about spreading kindness, spreading love. You're talking about spreading love. Have you ever heard of pandemic of love? No. Pandemic so pandemic. Pandemic of Love is an organization and it's a group of people, right? And it's like, <laughs> these people are awesome. 
awesome, awesome, awesome. They help people. They quietly, but they help people. Right? And they help people all over the country. And it's random acts of kindness oh, that they do. Right? So what I'm saying to you is, is that's a way to way that people can help. Now, you may not be able to do it financially, right? You may want to get into advocating or taking up an issue of homelessness or trying to bring about cleaner streets on your block or putting speed bumps on your uh, block so people don't, you know, treat your streets where children play like a race car track. You see a need and then you get involved. When I do my advocacy work as far as speaking, right, I've I've been able to help um, bring at least two people home. One had life in prison. The other had his constitutional rights violated and they were reunited with their mother. Um, and it was very rewarding, very rewarding. That's how I felt the need to get involved and help. I do my advocacy work. I just came and I was advocating for somebody and one of their cases was dropped uh, this year. Very proud of the work I did. When Jason Flum and I get together, the uh, CEO of Lava Records who discovered Katy Perry and a million others, Lord and a million others. When Jason and I get together, who's he's a brother and he's my mentor. When we get together and we go around to universities or we go around to corporations and college, it, it, it doesn't matter. Wherever we go, we're advocating for the innocents. We're talking about criminal justice reform and we're talking about it in a powerful way where it's felt and it's seen right away. That's how we choose to give back and make a difference within this country. Now, y'all know that. Jimmy, Jimmy, I want to stop you right there. Yeah, give, us, give, us, give us some insight on how you do that. Like people sitting here watching this and thinking about this. Talk to us, dig, dig a little bit deeper into that aspect uh -huh. of it and talk to us about some of the, the practical steps that we can give people to be able to take action on. And also, while, while you're answering that question, how do you do it, but not attach to the negativity of the problem? How do you go in there and contribute, but still be the best version of self? Because so many of us, while we're doing advocacy work, while we're teaching, we can only see all the bad and we wonder how our impact is even changing anything. Talk about how you stay strong in the support of that, what you're doing specifically, and how you detach from the emotion and come back and just be the best version of Jimmy Dennis. That's a great well, question. Okay, so a lot of times um, colleges, corporations, and other people reach out to me through email when they have heard or read an article or heard me speak, and they'll reach out to friends of mine like Jason, or they'll just come to me directly in my management and my publicist, and then I'll go. Um, I'll be in New York um, uh, June 20th next month. 27th got two speaking engagements up there at law firms or you know and um this is a law firm who hasn't taken pro bono cases oh, to wow. help innocent people so my job in going up there is to encourage them to get involved with innocent men and women Maybe. in prison and help them not just do commercial law which is 
That's where all the money at, right? But yeah. it's so rewarding. You'll find that it's very rewarding when you help an uh, innocent person. Jason Flum got involved many years ago, and he's helped get a lot of innocent people out of prison and reunited with their families on his wrongful conviction podcast. And how do you not get bogged down with the negativity and what's wrong with it? Here's the thing, right? You know what's wrong with the system and you can see what's wrong. Now it's up to you to go talk to people, to encourage them, to try to get legislation passed, to try to get laws passed so that it can be fixed and it can work. Um, America always says we have the best criminal justice system, right? Cool. It's flawed, though. <laughs> a little bit. It's very flawed. <laughs> what are some of you those know, big flaws, Jimmy? What are the, what are like some of the big flaws that people, maybe people wouldn't recognize? You have corrupt police. All right, so everybody believe, everybody in America is suffers under this illusion that all police officers are good, that the police are our friends. That's what we taught from the time when we're kids. Think about that the top rated shows on TV and the longest running shows are police shows. Think about it, Law and Order. Law and Order been on for like 30 some odd years or more and it's still going strong, right? Now, what's wrong with that is, is we have corrupt police officers. We have corrupt district attorneys. And there's a plethora of them. It's not isolated incidents. It's not one or two. It's a multitude of them, right? And it goes on in every city. You say, Jimmy, well, that can't be so. Well, yeah, I'm sitting here. I did 25.5 years on death row for a crime I didn't commit. I could go to each state and I can name multiple people in every single state of innocent people that have served time for police corruption and prosecutor misconduct and corruption, right? Wow. So that means the system is flawed and it needs to be fixed. I'm doing my part and the other people that I've talked about are doing their part to try to fix it. So when I go to this law firm on the 20th, I'm encouraging them to do something that they never done before. Get involved with cases pro bono because these people can't afford adequate rep reputation. And so uh, get involved because they can't afford good representation. And so with that, I'm doing my part. You can find something in life at every facet in life where you can get involved and you can truly make a difference if you want to. Once again, if that's not what you want to do, just live out your life. Be happy. Go after your dreams. Don't stay in the water. Don't don't stay in the water and wait till the tide to rise and then life is over. Go live your life the way you want to live it. Be happy. Long as you ain't hurting nobody, go be happy. Live your life the way you want to live it and live it to its fullest potential. That's what you have to do. Wow. Live it to its fullest potential. Yeah, it is racism. Yeah, it is division in the country. 
Year this hate. Year this a thousand different isms, like Scott said. And we know them all, right? There's something you could do about that too. It's very simple. Spread love. Yeah. Seriously. Go spread love. love. Go love now. You say, well, how you spread love, Jimmy? You just love on people. Mm-hmm. Encourage them. Best version of self. Be yeah. nice to them. Be kind to them. Be the best version of yourself you can be. Mm-hmm. And when you see hate, don't stand for it. See, because when you sit back and you don't say nothing, you're complicit. Yeah, you're part of the problem. Amen. You're part of the problem. Me and Scott had a conversation yesterday, and I told him that when I see somebody say something about somebody else, and now I know that they truly haven't repented yeah. for what they said or did, right? Well, I'm not going to watch their movie. I'm not going to listen to their music. They I, they don't exist to me. Even if they're your pastor. <laughs> Even if they no my breaks, yeah. No breaks uh, right. Yeah, he, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't my pastor. been my pastor for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, but I, I uh, clearly know what you're saying. That we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah, you can't, you can't listen. We got to get to a point where we stop letting people get away with bull crap, too. Yeah. If we all want to have sincere, honest conversations, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this person is racist, but now you want to say, oh, you playing the race card. No, no. You know, this person is spreading hate, and now you want to try to say that they're not. No. You know this person is just running for office for the money and they're not really trying to help the community, but we're going to vote for them because of what? You know somebody hasn't truly repented for their sins, right? Because everybody like to use the, oh, oh everybody, you know, once, once somebody say sorry. When you truly repent for something that you did wrong, right? You're going to go to the people that you hurt. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say sorry. That's when we should start taking people serious. True. And change your behaviors and actions. Mm-hmm. Change your behavior and actions. And then everybody should say, yeah, cool. But once you see those same actions stay on repeat, you know that person hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And whether they make a great song or great movie or whether they're a great speaker or a great orator, none of that should matter. Mm-hmm. It should so, all go out the window. And until we get to the point where we call the spade a spade, the ace a ace a jack a jack, we're going to stay in the same cycle. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay in the same cycle. Yep. But spreading love is the easiest thing that you could do. If you see a homeless person and you want to help or you feel the need to help, it's okay to go in McDonald's or wherever you go. And I'm not advocating McDonald's, by the way. <laughs> Just go wherever you go and get them a meal or give them the five hours or bring them back some water and some food mm-hmm. and some toiletries because they need it. You can do that. And don't film it. Yeah. Don't film it. And I'm saying that for a reason. Don't film it because you're picking up yourself and you're not really doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love it. Stop. Where do you get off putting people on camera so you could big yourself up so you get a bunch of loves and likes? Mm-hmm. I always thought that was kind of off. You know, I, I get why they're doing it. Is it is off. Sometimes it is like, very hey, off. Give those people some 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 consideration. 
So maybe, yeah, so that brings up an interesting thing. Like, do the, so how do you do that? Because I, I do agree that sometimes that looks really silly and ridiculous and obnoxious and egotistical. But on the other hand, I want more people to see that. And if that's where kids are going to TikTok or Instagram, how do we show them a behavior to mimic without making it exploitative like that? And I want to add one more thing because you nailed something super important, Jimmy. So we're sitting here trying to change the way things are done. We're sitting here in a space and we're trying to say, okay, the buck stops here. Um, we're not going to accept BS apologies. We're not going to accept certain behaviors anymore. But it literally comes back to the same thing that I've been preaching with my program, finding a way to choose love over fear. Because let's go to the simplest, let's go to a day-to-day -day thing. I'm sitting at the basketball court right now and there's a bunch of white kids here. Okay. And somebody gets their phone stolen and they go, oh, it was probably that guy. And I'm like, okay, there's one black guy in the gym. You just pointed to him. Why did you <laughs> say that? And I'm being serious. So I have an opportunity right now to say, why did you pick that guy? And right. this is an actual real world situation that happened. I go, I'll be honest with you. If this was like, you know, 20 years ago, I probably would have been the one who stole your phone. You would have picked the wrong guy. Mm. And so my point is I'll call something out like that. And the reason we stop is we're like, okay, do I want to deal with this? Is it, is it a, a fear of, okay, they won't talk to me. I'm different now, but here's the thing. Those little conversations, those little opportunities that were being given by universe source creator to say, do you want to make, break this pattern of this ism or that ism or that negativity or break this system down system down? It's got to start with little challenges that will be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And the truth is none of us want to do them because now what do I have to deal with? Oh, what, what's the matter, dude? I mean, it, it could have been him. Why are you sitting like now I'm in this big discussion. I just came to play basketball. I'm tired. But that's my responsibility as a human being. If I'm going to preach this love over fear stuff, I've got to take action. So let's talk about some ways that we can get people to take those micro challenges and turn them into big change because we come across them all day, every day. Are you a leader or are you a follower? Are you in high school? Because what you just described is immaturity and high school behavior, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to challenge this ridiculous theory because my friends are going to turn on me or ostracize me. Well, I don't want them to be my friends. Yeah, exactly. They're not qualified to be my friends because if they're willing to stereotype somebody or just blame somebody just for the color of their skin, I don't want to be friends with them. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? There you go. Don't want to, right? So we got to break that mentality first, right? We have to stop wanting to go along just to get along. Mm -hmm. Not in high school no more. We're grown people. Some Everybody pays their own bills. Everybody's living their own lives. Everybody has their own perspectives on things. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. But to blame someone without just cause is wrong. No matter what color they are. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that situation just happened in the gym. And if you stood up and you handled it right and said, well, what make you pick him? Mm 
It could have been anybody. Right. And if they can't give you, did you see him near the phone? Did you see him bothering your personal belongings or whatever the case may be? Then that's a conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. But if not, you got to call it out. Because if we continue to allow this stuff to happen, it carries on and it goes right down the line and it and it goes into the home. Yes. And the right? Oh, and it, continues it, it goes into the cycle. home. Right. It's a never ending cycle mm-hmm. of nonsense. Right? Yeah. It's like listening to a politician. Right? <laughs> politician come out. Politician come out. I'm going to be tough on crime. I'm going to be tough on gun violence. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do that. I, we, we, we got politicians running right now in the city of Philadelphia for mayor, right? Can't even fix the streets in their own neighborhood that mm. they preside over, number one. Then we got a mural debate on TV, and we got one candidate. He talks about how there was this shooting that was this horrible shooting. And he talked about how the guy had a record and he should have never got out of prison, right? But this is why this guy lost my vote. And his name is Alan Dye. I will not vote for him. And people not even paying attention. He told the story about how the, the kid got shot. It was a, a horrible crime that took place. But he didn't talk about the cop that sold the kid the gun that's on tape. Wow. This is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. So while he's sitting up there, he wants to paint a narrative about crime, but he don't want to talk about how the guns is coming into the black community. He don't want to talk about that. He don't want to talk about how the police officer that's on tape sold the kid the gun that committed the crime. Unbelievable. See? It doesn't so, even like when you're saying that, it sounds like some crazy story that we're gonna watch a movie of and no one's gonna believe it. It's insane. Mm-hmm. No one, no one, no one wants to be honest anymore. And what he did was he's being endorsed by the police, he's being endorsed by all these different people. So he gonna toe that line. He gonna walk that line. So he told a half story and he didn't tell the truth this is the world that we in Mm -hmm. we got to change this stuff tell the truth Mm -hmm. tell the whole truth what you're talking about you're talking about you're talking about values and i think that's one aspect of the conversation we can we Right. We can talk about that. What role does values play in this conversation? Like really going back to that self-love component of it. But so many times we sit there and say, well, I value this and I value that. But when do we really check our values? And maybe that's a good starting point for people watching the show and listening to us tonight is to go home and start, okay, what values are most important to me? And are the decisions, the things that I'm advocating for or going against, are those in alignment with my values and being clear on that and doing that values exercise within your family to see where everybody is at and starting that point. What do you guys think? I, I that love is it. a good point to start. Go ahead, Scott. No, I love it. I, I think like, so what, the words that really, I, I would look at a, create a list of words and just see what lights you up. Like which words just get you like excited. The word loyalty for me, the word authenticity, the word vulnerability, 
um, strength, like coming from strength, from self-love so I can love others. Super powerful things for me, principles, values that I live by. So one of the things I would really double check and make sure for yourself is what is it that's really going to matter to you that you can share with others? Because I think a lot of times right now we're getting so stuck in our own ways that we really just don't even know how to get out there and come close to being the best version of ourselves because we don't even know where to start. So Chris, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Where, where can we start? Like, like how can we create that list? Cause I know the ones that come to me cause I'm always saying them, you know, I love the, like I said, uh, loyalty, you know, vulnerability. What do you guys think? That's a good list, though, Scott. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will integrity, say this. Integrity, trust, it, it, honor. Yeah. yeah, all those are important. Equality. All, yeah. All those are important. You know, what you stand for in life matters. Yeah. And nowadays, nowadays, we look out the window and we look at a lot of things going on around us and we see people don't stand for anything. And that saddens us, but don't worry about that. You go forward in life, be kind, spread love, do your part. And when you get down, right? And you will, because I do, all of us do, yeah, right? Yeah. Don't forget to love on yourself. Don't forget that the sun is going to shine tomorrow and it brings infinite hope of a new day. Don't forget that. Never forget that. Always keep that front and foremost in your mind. Life isn't perfect. Life is never going to be a white picket fence and a bed of roses. And the birds are going to be chirping every day. You know what I mean? Waking you up. No. You're going to go through obstacles. You're going to go through ups and downs, but you can come through it and you can come through it a, a better person. See, listen, I'm going to tell you all something. When different pain come in my life, I welcome it. I don't run away from it. I'm not running away from that. I don't run away from nothing. I welcome the pain. You know why? Because it, it's going to define who you are as a person. Amen. And you're going to come out of that storm and God is going to have your hand or whoever you believe in, you know, the creator going to have your hand and you're going to look back and say, oh, how I made it over. I'm good. Right. What I went yeah. through last year, don't even matter. It, it's, 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 it's better now. Yeah. There are better days ahead. Better days are always coming. Mm -hmm. That's what I want everybody to really take away from this conversation tonight that when you get depressed, better days are coming and do your part, whatever part it is that you feel as though you can do to make life better for yourself and for somebody else in your family, by all means, do so. It costs you nothing yeah. for a random act of kindness. Costs you nothing. And kind can be something as simple as holding the door for a senior citizen or helping them with their bags or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And to get back to what you were saying, Scott, how can we show um, acts of kindness without sort of putting people on blast? I have to get back to you on that <laughs> in, in a phone conversation. Mm -hmm. But listen, right? Everybody don't do it 
for the likes and the love. Some people seriously do it because they want to show people that you can help. Yeah. As well. I know that part of it too, because there's a guy from Philly um, that I like. He does a great job with homeless people. Right. But there's a lot of people and, and we all know this by now. There is a lot of people that do it for the likes and loves. And that's, and that's BS. And it's total BS because they'll do it one day and you won't see them doing it or they're not doing it. And then they're, you know, it, it's all about trying to get this stature. Checklist. Items, uh, yeah. and it, listen, there were so many celebrities that all of us didn't know that they gave so much money away until they died, you know, until they died. I once, I just heard a story about Dennis Rodman, the basketball player, the world champion, right? He, he's incredible, best, best rebound ever played a game, called him the worm. They say every time, he didn't put this story out there, but every time he went to Boston, he went to the toy store. Remember the story, it's amazing. Yeah. And brought everything out and then took it to the kids mm -hmm. in the yeah. hospital. Yeah. Nobody yeah. never knew. That's real charity. That's real charity work. Frank Sinatra gave away hundreds of millions of dollars. Nobody never knew until he died. 100%. When did we get to the point where everything that we do needs to be videotaped? Mm -hmm. yeah. When it's truly coming from your heart. Now, I'm not okay with this voyeuristic society that we now living in because that same voyeuristic society just got finished filming Jordan Neely dying on a subway train. That's what we're doing now. But we've been doing it for years for likes, for loves, to get some money, so on and so forth. What they should have been doing is helping. Yeah. <laughs> What they should have been doing is kicking those three people in the head. Hundred percent. Let's bring it full circle back then. So we were talking about in the beginning that we want to be without the noise, and that noise is that attachments, all these things. I need the likes. I need this. I need this. And the whole point of this whole discussion is really how do we look within? So one final question, Jimmy, uh, you can answer, and then we'll be on our way. Is give us an I am statement below what you said. You are a singer songwriter. You are an R&B artist. You're a beautiful human being. But who is Jimmy in spirit? Tell me a little bit about that. One final I am statement. I want to breathe this one in because I know it's going to be beautiful. I'm a, I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a father. I'm a loyal friend. Um, if you're a part of my circle, as y'all know, I'm going to rock with you forever. You always going to be able to call on me no matter what. And I am somebody who um, loves his people, all people. That's who I am. And um, I love hard. And I love the world that we live in. And I just want to see it better in every single solitary way. So I'm just somebody that's 
trying to make a little good music and then do my do my small part to make the world you know a better place when i can with my voice that's it amen brother amen thank you once again jimmy for coming here and having us uh, a great jam session and being able to share your wisdom and your and your and your 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 experience really i mean you've lived a thousand lifetimes and what you're doing now with the advocacy work and continuing to shine your light on what's right and what's fair man uh, i've always got your back me and scott always got your back so thank you again for being Yo, here no, i got y'all back oh yeah oh yeah we're gonna meet in person one of these damn days I swear to God. yes we up. are we're gonna make it happen yes so, we are we 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 gonna make it happen. I just met my longtime um, brother and sister from Canada, Tracy and Dave, who helped oh, save my life up. on um, Sunday, and it was magnificent, man. It was magnificent. Um, just finally, you know, because we seen each other with plexiglass, but finally getting a hug and for me to tell them thank you meant oh. the world to me, man. So I look forward to the day where I can hug and shake y'all hands and we go out and yeah. have something to eat. Yeah, you know I mean, and all that good stuff, man. It's Looking done. forward to it's it. It's done. We got to make it happen. We got to make it happen. All right, Jenny. Uh, Jimmy, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to place you backstage for a second. We're going to finish out the show, but don't go anywhere. All right, brother. All right. Peace and love, everybody. Peace and love, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, Scott, what an amazing start to this new series of conversations of who am I and talking about our identity. Um, what are some thoughts that you have running through your mind through the conversation tonight? I'm going to end it really simple, Chris. I am walking home with all my beautiful friends to include you, Jimmy, and everybody else listening in the whole world. That's mm -hmm. all I got. I, I, would, I would say the same thing. I was just telling somebody that the other day. I said, we're all just walking each other home. And for me to say that as the guy that has the tagline that says, I help people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit goes to show that we can all grow. And we just encourage each and every one of you guys out there watching and listening to this. Take this information to heart. Take where you're at in your life to heart and really see what it is that you can do. What couple of principles from tonight's conversation can you start applying in your life today? What is it that you could start doing tomorrow? What can you sacrifice and let go of that will, will allow you you to empower you to do the things that you've always been saying that you're going to do, but you haven't done yet. And like Jimmy so perfectly said, one of the greatest things you can do is just take out a sheet of paper and write down the five people you're around the most. And are they people that are positive and constructive or are they destructive? Do they get the, they try to get people to gather the wagons and the negativity and everything else? Or are they people that are asking you, are you going for your dreams and holding you accountable? Because you guys got to make sure you have those five people around you that are, that are smarter and brighter that are doing the things that you want to do. And then that rubs off on you. And that way you can go be that same person for somebody else. So we appreciate you guys so much for being here, a part of this uh, amazing conversation that we continue to have every single week. Be sure to join us at www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Again, theunfilteredexperience.com. We're going to be back with some more shows in this series. Scott, you want to want to tease them with anything? I can't hear a word you're saying. What happened to you? You, you muted yourself. I didn't do it. <laughs> Somehow you did it. Sorry. Uh, long story short, I don't want to give you guys any hints. You got to come back and jump in with us. We've got a few more absolutely amazing guests, but just remember this, stay in the river, stay off the rocks, stay in love. Do not choose fear because there's something much better. Go love now. Go love now. We'll see you next time on the unfiltered experience. We love you people. Be brilliant. Yeah.